Blue Ridge Public Broadcasting Systems is returning to Southwest Virginia with a new station located in the Southwest Virginia Cultural Heritage Center and Marketplace in Abingdon. PBS Appalachia, Virginia will serve 13 counties with all digital television that will tell the story of the region. Julie Newman, a former anchor for WCYB-TV in Bristol, will serve as vice president and general manager of the new station. She has earned four regional Emmy Awards and has 23 years of broadcast and public television experience. She joins us today by telephone to talk about the plans for Blue Ridge PBS Appalachia and what those plans mean for Southwest Virginia. Welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you so much. It's great to talk with you. We're really excited about this project. Let's start by having you give a brief history of Blue Ridge PBS in the region. It was here for a while, and then it um, wasn't, and I think it may have come back in a, a different form. And, and now it's back again in this new first-time di- digital format. Talk a little bit about how we got to this point. Yeah, absolutely. So Blue Ridge PBS has never left Virginia. They're headquartered in Roanoke and have always been broadcasting in that region. Um, We were, for a long time, also broadcasting in southwest Virginia um, until about 2013. And at that time, um, I'm not sure if you remember, we had a governor at that time that cut all funding to public broadcasting. Mm -hmm. And that was a real hit to our budget. Uh, And so we decided to stop transmitting uh, from our tower that was based in Southwest Virginia. So people who live in that part of the state have not been able to see us over the air since 2013. And let's talk about then what is motivating this return to Southwest Virginia. What's motivating the return is that the people of Southwest Virginia and the communities here deserve to be served and covered and highlighted and embraced. And um, we didn't shut down the transmitter, we meaning Blue Ridge PBS, didn't transmit Uh, shut down the transmitter because we thought the area was undeserving of coverage. It was really a matter of budget cuts from uh, the Commonwealth. And when we thought about bringing back a service to Southwest, which we feel has been desperately needed, we thought to ourselves, do we really think spending a million dollars on a transmitter, which is going to be an antiquated way of um, delivering broadcast service, do we want to spend our money on a transmitter that we think is not the direction the technology is headed. We said, no, we don't think that's the way to go. We'd rather spend our time, effort, and money um, hiring really great producers and directors that can make really great content, building a state-of-the-art facility and studio in this area that will serve us better, um, and then sending out that content digitally. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? That means that anyone who gets a signal and any method except for over the air will be able to see us. So that means any smart TV, any streaming service, your Roku, your Amazon Fire, your Apple TV, um, hopefully your direct, um, direct TV and Dish um, will be carrying us as well. And we're also going to offer this service for free to all the local cable stations in the region. So some people will ask me, hey, is you know XYZ cable station going to carry it? And my response is, We certainly hope so. We're going to offer it to all the local cable stations, and it will be up to them whether they make room for us on their channel lineup. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, free to them. 
yeah, yes, we will make it free to them. Now, I'm not saying there are no costs associated with getting a signal uh-huh. to um, a cable facility, but those are some nuts and bolts that we can work out. Do you have any feel for how accessible this will then be through this digital format and through the vehicles that you've described? So I think what you're asking me is how much of Southwest Virginia are we covering? Is that the question? Yeah, well, yeah, but also in terms of population. I mean, it may cover uh, the 13 counties that you're mentioning, but I'm wondering just how many people we feel are going to then have access digitally to the signal. So there is a huge push in Southwest Virginia uh, by the Commonwealth, especially spurred by the pandemic, to get broadband into more areas of the mountains and valleys that don't have it. There's a a lot of grant opportunities available to run fiber and to really bring broadband as a necessary utility, an educational tool to all of Southwest Virginia. So we aren't in charge of that push. Uh, Mm -hmm. A lot of that's coming from the Commonwealth. But we really think that broadband and digital accessibility is something that will be available to almost everyone who lives here um, pretty soon. Yeah. Let's talk then about the programming. I think you're talking about maybe some standard PBS programming in addition to some local programming, or, or what does it look like to the to the viewer of Southwest Virginia? You have to think of it in two ways. One of the ways you think of it is a traditional viewer, meaning you turn on the television and whatever's on, you can watch. So if you're watching at, you know... 7 p.m., you might get the PBS News Hour because that's what comes on PBS at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and to those viewers, it will largely be um, the PBS content that all, tele- all PBS television stations get and then where we insert our local content as we can. But you have to think of a second type of viewer, a, a type of viewership that is growing exponentially, and that's your digital viewer. So a lot of people, we hope, will access that through the app that we're building, mm-hmm. will be the PBS Appalachia app, and it's kind of on-demand viewing. So if you say, ooh, hey, there's this really cool segment about um, St. Paul, Virginia, you just click it and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I missed this really great concert that was going on in Lee County. You just click on it and watch it. So it's available in two ways, you know, what we call uh, direct streaming, which is it's not a live signal, but it's what people think of as live television. And then secondly, your on-demand viewing, which is going to be open to anyone who lives in southwest Virginia, um, which PBS as an entity designates by your zip code which PBS station you receive. That's why if you live in... um, I don't know, pick any area of the country. If you live somewhere down in Texas and you put in your zip code there, you get the PBS station based in your hometown. Mm -hmm. If you live in northern Virginia, you put in your um, where you live, and based on your zip code, you will get a northern Virginia PBS station. So all the people who live in southwest Virginia in this geo-fenced area, when you download the app and you put in your zip code, they say, oh, you're a viewer of PBS Appalachia, and then that's the app that you get and the program and the local content that you get. And so you're hoping perhaps then to provide a lot of local content that can be on demand. A lot. Yes, do, a do lot of local content. But I don't want people to think that we're just trying to put a slew of it out there in terms uh-huh. of quantity. And while we are trying to build a robust library, our focus first will be really great, high-quality, award-winning, you know, cinematically produced pieces. These are not going to be pieces that are just kind of thrown together. They're not going to be spot news of the day. We're not going to be covering um, 
for the most part, we're not coming, covering government events or, you know, how far this is not news, mm-hmm. right? This is, this is storytelling of our region, and we hope to tell those stories uh, really beautifully, really well shot, really well thought out, uh, well researched stories. And one of the great features we have right now is our executive producer. His name is Jacob Gallinger. Um, he's an award-winning and Emmy-winning producer uh, that will be heading up our content. And um, I know he's not going to put anything out there that's not going to be worthy of national viewership. Do you have any ideas yet what those stories will be? So, yeah, it's a variety of stories. Um, we want to represent the area. So what does that mean? You ask yourself, what is Southwest Virginia? What is the Appalachian region? I think to us it means um, profiling local towns. I think it means um, producing and covering musical events of our, um, you know, of music of our region. I think it means uh, going in and maybe examining new innovative businesses that are coming into Southwest Virginia that will help grow our economy and, um, you know, things like that that aren't just what's happening in the area, but sort of the heartbeat of the area. Mm-hmm. Well, now your name and your face are going to be very familiar to people because you had uh, uh, some time serving WCYB-TV in Bristol. I guess I'm just wondering how your experience uh, and other parts of the experience that I, your experience that I haven't mentioned have led to this moment. Uh, yeah, well, thank you for that. So I think... I think I'm a great fit for this, and here's why. <laughs> uh, before I came to News 5 WCYB, um, I worked for Blue Ridge PBS. I was the executive producer um, based in Roanoke and was producing their local content. Um, and then I made the switch back to commercial news, and that's when I went to WCYB. And I spent 10 years as the main anchor there for the evening newscast, the 5, 5, 36, and 11 o'clock newscast. So... When our um, president and CEO of Blue Ridge TBS, Will Anderson, contacted me and said, hey, we have a dream to cover Southwest Virginia in a way it's never been covered before. Um, He said, I think you're the right person to head this up. And that's because I think I come with a unique set of uh, qualifications that, A, I've worked for Blue Ridge PBS before, and I am really knowledgeable about public television as an industry, which is different than commercial broadcasting. But also, I have spent the past 10 years here in Southwest Virginia at uh, WCYB, you know, getting to know the community, telling the stories around here, becoming a familiar face, and sort of learning what's important to people around here and what stories they want to be told. So it's that combination of PDS knowledge and also local and regional um, passion, I think, that, that makes me the right leader for this. I'm talking today with Julie Newman. She is the Vice President and General Manager for PBS Appalachia, Virginia. We are talking about its expected rollout, which is scheduled for next June, June of 2023. I imagine you're very much looking forward to that uh, day. Do you have any plans for the launch? When we launch, we expect to do it with a really, really big splash. Uh, we're going to host a, um, a wonderful launch event and uh, really kick this off in an exciting way to let people know that we're here. I'm talking today to Julie Newman. She is the Vice President and General Manager for 
PBS Appalachia, Virginia. They are expecting a rollout with a big splash in 2023. We have to go to a break, Julie, but when I come back, I want to talk a little bit more about your location for this. It's in the uh, Southwest Virginia Cultural Heritage Center in Abingdon. I want to talk about the significance of that to what you do. You are listening to WEHC 90.7, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Highlands Community Dental Center in Abingdon, Virginia, provides effective and affordable oral health care to underserved and uninsured individuals in Southwest Virginia. If you have limited opportunities for dental care, Appalachian Highlands Community Dental Center, located at 616 Campus Drive Suite, Abingdon, Virginia, can help. To restore your smile, call 276-525-4487 or visit the website www.appalachianhighlandsdental.com. Support for WEHC comes from the Lincoln Theater, presenting diverse artistic experiences, increasing awareness of local heritage and culture, and preserving the theater for future generations to enjoy. The Lincoln Theater is a home for music and culture in the heart of downtown Marion, 117 East Main Street, Marion, Virginia. Tickets and information at 276-783-6092 or online at thelincoln.org. Support for WEHC or 90.7 comes from Greco's, proud to bring the taste from our home to yours. Serving Southwest Virginia and East Tennessee with locations in Abingdon and Johnson City. Menu and more information at getgreco's.com. Eat differently at Greco's. Welcome back to Together to Get There. Today I am talking with Julie Newman. She is the Vice President and General Manager for PBS Appalachia, Virginia. This is a new enterprise for Blue Ridge Public Broadcasting Systems. We have been talking about the expected launch of this new broadcast and the digital format under which it will operate. Julie, I want to talk about now where you're going to be operating from, and that is the Southwest Virginia Cultural Heritage Center in Abingdon. Talk a little bit about why that location was chosen for you and how it serves your purposes. Yeah, we're really, really excited to be um, broadcasting from the Southwest Virginia Cultural Center and Marketplace. Uh, We think that it's the perfect location for us. Um, First of all, the building um, is beautiful. It's got state-of-the-art technology. And I don't know if you've been in there recently, but uh, it's just such a breathtaking design with all the local artisans on display. And we really feel like they are a like-minded institution with us because we're both focused on showcasing the region um, and, you know, supporting our cultural heritage. And also by being in such a prominent, visible, beautiful location, we feel like it'll draw people to the region to come come check out our new studio, come check out the Cultural Center and Marketplace. Um, we're building entirely glass walls for this new studio, so that if you come to visit, you'll be able to peek in, 
see what we're mm-hmm. doing, if there are any live productions or any taped productions going on in the studio. Uh, we also hope to have some interactive components so that when the studio is not making live TV, you'll still be able to click on some buttons and watch some beautiful footage from the area. Um, so, it, you know, we really are, they are and we are, for the public and here and available to the public. Um, so it's the, perfect, it's the perfect place to be. And besides, the space is lovely. They've got, um, they've dedicated sort of part of the right wing to help us out that we're going to um, construct a state-of-the-art studio with all the industry-leading technology and equipment. And then right beside it, you've got a space where we can put a control room so that we can put edit suites and a podcast studio. And then they have a great event space so that if, if they or we need to, you know, host some event spacing, we've got room for that. And um, also, they've got this lovely stage in the center of the building. Um, it's a round stage. I don't know if you've been in there, but mm-hmm. uh, the woodwork there is just beautiful. And we intend to put some cameras in there, and uh, we can also broadcast any music that they produce there as well. How will the activities and the mission of the center inform and enhance what you emphasize in this broadcasting? We really just think that um, the mission and values that you know that they present as a cultural center and that we are trying to present as a public broadcast station, um, they just go hand in hand. And we think the activities that go on in the center now, which include tourism and bringing visitors in to check out local artisans' works and crafts, um, as well as bringing live music events um, to their stage, uh, those are the same reasons we want people to come visit us. You know, you're checking out artisans' work, come check out our studio as well. They're putting out great music. We want more people to be able to hear it. We want to be able to broadcast it. So um, we think that it's a great location to be in, but we are also going to be out in all of the communities that we serve. So mm-hmm. don't be surprised if you spot <laughs> PBS Appalachia um, out there with cameras talking to people shooting stories. Uh, We don't plan to stay in that studio all the time. We plan to be out telling the stories of the people who live here. Yes, you, like the Cultural Center, are trying to tell the story of those 13 counties that you're broadcasting to. You're not necessarily trying to cover the news of those areas. You're really just trying to tell the stories. But in doing that, I'm wondering what may set you apart, perhaps, from other news outlets that are trying to tell those stories as well. Is it the quality of the stories? Is it the in-depth coverage that you'll give to them? How are you trying to distinguish the information that you're giving from other sources of information about Southwest Virginia that will make it perhaps more relevant to not only people in this region, but people who are looking at us from outside? Yeah, Doug, that's a really important question because that really goes to um, the mission of PDS Appalachia, Virginia. So we are not a news organization. We're not trying to cover spot news of the day. We're trying to get out there and talk to people who live here and cover stories that matter to them. Um, we're not a, you know, it bleeds, it's le- it leads <laughs> kind of content. We're trying to produce really high-quality, authentic um, stories that really do give voice to the people who live here and, and showcase really what makes our part of the country so beautiful and so unique. And we think that there's no other station doing that right now, and it fits the mission of what public television is. We are here to, to you know, to serve educate and to enhance 
the communities that we're in. It is exciting because you are coming into this storytelling of this region at a time when the region is putting a lot of emphasis on new initiatives and economic development. The region is poised, perhaps, to grow both economically and in terms of population. So you are at a point where you're probably telling a story that's very relevant. Do you get that same sense? Oh, absolutely. And we've identified... Um, what we believe will be key areas of focus for us. So one of them is tourist and economic development, as, as you mentioned, and, um, and where our region is headed. Not, you know, not forgetting where we came from, but what economic drivers are we looking forward to as we grow and evolve as a region. Um, secondly, we think an area of focus is going to be local municipalities and local organizations. So that's uh, one of the things that we've done sort of as a test pilot is we've gone in, I think I mentioned this earlier, into St. Paul, Virginia, um, just as sort of a, you know, a, a growing community that we identified. And we did this beautiful piece on them. We um, talked to some people that live there. We highlight some of the you know, awesome things going on in the town. And we think that featuring local municipalities like that so that, you know, if you live in this area, you can send a link to your friend in, you know, Nebraska and say, hey, check out this cool piece about the town where I live. Look at all the awesome stuff happening right here in our town. So we want to build things that people will be proud of. Um, third, we want to remain an educational outlet for the region. That is the um, driving force behind all public television stations is we are, we want to continue to educate people um, not only in the traditional sense of education, but to, you know, broaden their thinking, broaden their minds, and, um, and uh, you know, take things into consideration like, you know, mental health and physical health and all the things that fall under the education category. Number four on our list is outdoor recreation and the environment and the agriculture of the area. You know, that's part of our beauty, but it's also mm-hmm. part of our economic driver, and we think that this area has so much to offer. Um, there's so many cool things to do outside, um, and I mean, we have, let's face it, some of the most stunning views, I think, in the entire country. Uh, number five on the list is we want to focus on notable people and do some really great interviews with, uh, you know, people that are making things happen in this area. And that doesn't necessarily only mean business leaders. Notable people are also people with, you know, talents that people in other areas don't have, you know. Um, artisans who are designing unique and beautiful products fall under that. Interviews with, you know, people that are just unique to this region and, you know, make this place, you know, have the heartbeat that it does. And number six on our list of areas of focus is going to be arts and entertainment. Um, so that's what we mean when we want to feature some, you know, musicians and artisans and just show a lot of the innovative work that's coming out of Southwest Virginia. And as we discussed, there are signs of optimism for this region, and I think it's great that you're going to be telling the story of this region as we experience, I think, some better opportunities for Southwest Virginia. But to what extent will you incorporate language about some of the challenges that we face here in these stories that you tell? Yeah, that's a good question, too. While we do want to present a very positive outlook uh, for Southwest Virginia, and we're here to tell the stories that make us feel good. We can't forget our heritage. We can't forget where we came from. Um, so we will also have pieces. Uh, we're doing a piece right now um, focused in Norton, Virginia, about being one of the very first integrated Little, little League teams in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think there are ways to tell your history in an authentic way uh, without sugarcoating it. And, you know, some of the problems that we've had and some of the problems that we're trying to emerge from without painting a picture of doom and gloom. Yes, we have to recognize, um, you know, some of the areas of difficulty, but there's so much to look forward to. And we want people to know that living in Southwest Virginia is a treat. You know, there aren't, there aren't many other places across the country like this and that there, that there are really great reasons to live here and to be proud of where we're from. Well, Julie, that's all I have time for, but I really want to thank you again for being on the show today and and informing us about this work. Julie Newman is the Vice President and General Manager for PBS Appalachia, Virginia, and we've been talking about the new initiative by Blue Ridge Public Broadcasting Systems to create a all-digital television station dedicated to serving Southwest Virginia. Thank you, Julie, for the work that you're doing, and again, and thank you for the time you've spent with me today. Thank you so much, Dirk. It's been a pleasure. You have been listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to economic and community development in Southwest Virginia. My name is Dirk Moore, and I'm your host. You have also been listening to WHC 90.7, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Thank you for listening. <laughs>